Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Magnificent stuff. Whenever you hear that tune, yes. it means that Tim Watson's going to be on the end of it, and indeed he is, and he's going to tell us what he's making news in Melbourne town this Monday afternoon. Hello, Tim. G'day, Andy. Yes, on 7 News, a grieving father has hit out at a killer driver. Labor is trumpeting its election winner's vindication for the biggest rail project in Australian history. <laughs> in sport, we're live to Marvel Stadium ahead of the draft with a lot of tr- intrigue, too, surrounding the grab for Essence first-round pick. Ooh, the Magpies' young gun making a pre-season statement. Highlights from the World Cup as the upsets keep coming. The latest on David Warner's future, mm. James, along with the weather. Peter Mitchell with 7 News at 6. Ah, brilliant, Tim. Just, can I just throw this at you? Yes. Softest sportsman in the world. Okay, Now, this has been brought to my attention, having watched the big event that's uh, occurring in Qatar at the moment. I've got soccer as one. No. I've got basketballers as two. So what? Tennis players as three. You're joking. Golfers at four. Cricketers at five. AFL players at six. Rugby players at seven. NRL players at eight. And NFL players at nine. They're the toughest. Tim, you have not Anything watched... Anything wrong with any of those? Yeah, oh, that's future. I think maybe basketball... You've under you've ranked them a bit low. You need to, I think, flip flip they basketball and second. soccer. Oh, you're an absolute I think you've got fool. It, I think you've got it right. You're both fools. You got it right. Absolutely. Soccer, soccer players are the softest. Basketballs no, no. are the second I, softest. You've gone I, with tennis where they don't even have any physical contact at all. I used to think that about soccer players, but I used to work with mm. a bloke called Joey Pellitzides, who was a striker for South Melbourne Hellas mm. yeah. and played for Australia. And I used to say, and he came into work on a Monday, and he'd roll mm. up his the sleeves of his trousers, the the cuffs of his trousers, mm. and show me yeah. his ankles in his shins, mm. and he'd say, "You wouldn't even see this on the TV coverage. They are masters. Say. They are masters of slicing and dicing those mm. defenders." And I've changed my mind ever since on soccer play. They oh, get a lot of, just... they cop a lot of that sort of stuff. Well, they they do. Any of the World Cup at all, Andy? Oh, yeah, there's a few that take the flock. Oh, the yeah, no, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> Some of the stuff. Mm. But what about Russell Westbrook the other day? Bloke just went up to... He had six stitches oh, in his head, you well, Apparently, it's a contact sport, and apparently, occasionally... Yes. As much as I love you, mm. um, your sport is very soft. They are very, is, very soft. LeBron and I James, can understand that. LeBron I can James, understand the reasons why, because a lot of them aren't muscular type fellas, <laughs> and they're not used to contact, but it's a Honestly. very soft sport, the NBA. Um, this is amazing, because oh, we were having this very yeah. conversation before we came on air today, Tim. Very unfriendly. He really? doesn't... Yeah, yeah, we were. We were. We were. We were. We weren't comparing them like you. But, hey, Tim, before you go as well, I heard on the weekend on uh, one of the fine, fine programs on this uh, magnificent network that we are privileged to work on, that Joe Watson is taking coaching on a, Xavier. a head coaching uh, uh, position yes. at uh, Xavier College, is it? Correct. Is that right? I saw that. I saw oh. that. As if you didn't know. As if you didn't know. I read about that in the paper the too. Sl- you could have knocked me over with a feather. Well, does he great. have ambitions of uh, perhaps – being a pathway into the AFL arena? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it's just um, going back to the old school. No, By the way, I've, why I've been told is that you, as one of the great boosters of Xavier College, mm. have mm-hmm. said if you want to keep my uh, contributions oh. flowing, you'll uh, you'll put my you'll insert my my son as the oh. coach of the uh, of the uh, of the senior football <laughs> lineup. Is there any truth to that or not?
<laughs> Absolutely none, Andy. No truth. None. No, no truth to that whatsoever. Hey, but uh, I'll go. It won't stop me going. Hmm. Well, he's been going through some of my finals. I think he's after my game plan. I took down to St Kilda with me too. So <laughs> well, look out, here comes over you. He's been working for a while. Hey, Tim, Roddy Vargas is about to join us, so we do have to let you go. Yeah. But I'm interested. You just flagged the interest in Essendon's pick four. I am mm-hmm. hearing it is off the charts. The mm-hmm. interest in that. In fact, yeah. have you heard any specifics on any clubs that are, are coming at the Bombros no, for that pick? No, no, no specific, no specifics. But. Um, None, none, but it's going to add a lot of intrigue to tonight, isn't it? I think it's going a to be a lot of intrigue. Yeah, there'll be a lot of stop starting tonight, I think. Yeah, I think so. Mm, I think so. I love the fact that they've, they've added this to the whole drafting um, regime, to the fact that you can trade these picks up and down and that type of thing. Yeah. It just adds more interest. I agree. More totally interest. Agree. Mm. Totally agree. Anyway, Tim, off you go. Off you I go. won't be watching. Tim Watson will go as well. Uh, Tim Watson, part of the Channel 7 news team, the number one ranked news team <laughs> uh, in Australia. Mm. Certainly here in Victoria, uh, by far. Mm. Uh, you might have just had a little slip there too, Andy, with um, your comments regarding Oh, Joe boy. Boss. It was just, uh, What'd I say? just an awkward pause. And the feedback coming back is that perhaps there might have been just a little slip, but inadvertent. What did so, I say? Oh, no, I can't obviously repeat it. I want to know what I said. Uh, never mind. Let's get to Roddy. Because, <laughs> okay. um, well, I'm a bit sure to... he's, you've upset him as well. Oh, um, no. You... I... No, because I've said that soccer players are much tougher players, sports people, than basketballers. Roddy Vargas, part of the SEN World Cup commentary team, has been good enough to join us. <laughs> and Roddy, as a man who played with great integrity uh, and great courage right throughout your magnificent professional career, do you? How do you feel when you get when you hear people before you get stuck into what's going on well, in the World how do you Cup? He's going well, to I'd like to hear it he's out of Roddy's. Feel how I feel. Well, what if Roddy says you're an idiot? What if Roddy says that uh, it's fair enough because some of my colleagues. Make a complete well, goose of themselves. between flopping and stuff, but let's get the Well, do you mind? Tough. I'm trying to get stuck into Roddy well, and you can chip in. stuff, though, I'm not Andy. saying... You're the one saying basketballers are tougher than soccer players. I never said that. You I just said, said that. I did not. I said, Roddy, it's, you just can't compare them. It's it's stupid argument. Well, it wasn't mine. It was Tim Watson's. <laughs> Hello, Roddy. How oh, are Roddy. you? Welcome to the show. Oh, yeah, fellas. I could listen to you two uh, all day, to be honest. How do you feel about that? I mean, the World Cup trains our focus, you know, like no other mm. event in the you know the world of football. And you do get some part-timers who at this age go, ah, look at these blokes. They're flopping around and they're soft and they're – what, what do you say to that observation? Yeah, look, it's like every sport. You get your part-timers, like you said, like your Neymars who roll around and, you know, have a bit of a swollen ankle. But <laughs> the one thing I would say is, unlike any other sport, we use our head as a major body part, you know, to, to be effective and score goals and – for me, that's pretty tough. You know, mm. we put our heads in places where people don't put their hands and, and legs. Um, and I'm not sure if you're across the Saudi Arabian player who's had his face smashed in by his own goalkeeper. Um, so there's some tough cookies around in all sports. We do cop a bit of flack because we like to dive around and roll on the ground. But for the most part, um, the honest, tough players, uh, they're pretty pretty tough, solid characters. Magnificent. Mm. There you go. Cop that, Keith. Um, no, he was not having. He was oh, not. Was that, that was directed straight at you. Well, hey, um, uh, straight no, at you. Just, no, it wasn't. I know. Hey, Roddy, <laughs> we're, we're together nice. on this one because Andy <laughs> just loses his mind uh, every now and all again. Of the, all of our World Cup updates mm. are for Kraken, by the way. Secure mm. Crypto Partner. Uh, get in the game at Kraken.com. Um, hey, Roddy, it couldn't have worked out better for us on Saturday night, could it? I mean, in terms of our result and the way the groups set up with one game to come after the French game, it, it couldn't have set up. It couldn't, it couldn't be better set up for us. 
No, I couldn't. We're, we're sitting pretty second on the table. Um, and I've analysed the game with a lot of people. Look, to be honest, uh, whether Denmark uh, won or drew, it was still going to have to be in our hands. It's a game that we're going to have to go out and win. I think um, the game we played against Tunisia was back to what we're used to. It's back to our Socceroos DNA where we have fighting spirit, we're courageous, um, we never give up. And it was brilliant to see. And I think the whole country's backing us um, and hopefully we can get the job done on Thursday. Hey, Roddy, uh, speaking, speaking of that, uh, to, to my eye, uh, you know how, I don't know a lot about it, but no matter what sport, you, you see brilliance and you go, hey, this this person here is, is having an, an impact. And Harry Souter, now I don't know, I'm, hopefully I'm saying that right because he deserves it to be pronounced exactly right for what he did. Uh, am I wrong in thinking that that was one of the all-time great performances by an Australian in Australian jersey? Because that was something very, very special to my eye. You're 100% right, Gazy. Um, a lot of people forget that Harry Suter has only played uh, 90 minutes in the past few months, coming back from a, a, a big knee injury. Is that right? um, and he was sensational. He was sensational. He surprised me as well as a lot of other uh Football experts and people watching the game with his composure. That that last ditch tackle he made, oh, I think it made news around the world. It was uh, it was unbelievable to watch. So you, Gazy's right mm. to ask you about Harry Souter, and there's no doubt he was uh, fantastic. The last there was, a, I reckon, when at about the 75 minute mark, uh, they were really coming, and we we're oh. on the back foot, and you know, we were getting, oh god, how long can we hold on here? I reckon that Aaron Moy sensed the moment. Roddy, and there was 10 minutes of Aaron Moy, I reckon, that was bloody heroic. Did you, how did you rate his performance when it felt like the momentum was going Tunisia's way? Yeah, he's, he's been fantastic, and I've been saying all along, he's our one world-class player. He, he could play in any team. Um, he's our talisman. He's the guy that we look to when we're in trouble, when we're, we need to hang on to the ball. Um, and he's so quietly spoken, but he's one of those quietly spoken leaders. And I think it's probably the first time I've ever seen Aaron Moy get revved up. Yes. He made a tackle and he threw his arms in the air and I've never seen that before. So to see mm. Aaron Moy react like that, it really shows that they're really invested and in, yeah, he's been brilliant for the first two games. And what can you uh, make of this game against Denmark? Uh, we saw them in qualifying. I think that they might have been France twice in more recent times. Uh, yeah, come up short the other day. Uh, if you're just making those comparisons of us against France and what they'd done more recently, but at this tournament, they don't seem to be firing on all cylinders. How do you see our chances? Is it, is it one that we're going in there as overwhelming underdogs, or how do you see it? Look, I think uh, as a country, we've become accustomed to being the underdogs, and that sits quite well with the Socceroos. Um, Denmark's a, a big European powerhouse. Like you said, they've beaten France twice recently. Um, it'll be a tactical game. The way they set up against France, I assume, will be totally different to the way they set up against the Aussies. Um, mm. So I think for us, the key is, do we make changes? Does uh, Rustic come in? Does Jamie McLaren start? Um, and if we can start the way we started our previous two games, uh, it'll go a long way to giving us a good advantage. Mm. Can I ask you this, Roddy? We're talking to Roddy Vargas, part of the SEN World Cup commentary team for Kraken. Um, when Graham Arnold, when we lose, it seems like Graham Arnold, ah, he can't coach, get rid of him, he's no good, sack the bloke. When we win, <laughs> oh, you don't seem to hear a lot of people saying, ah, oh, what a great job by Arnie, Arnie's a genius. Yeah. Is that a fair observation from me? And is it is it fair on Graham Arnold? It's a, it's a perfect observation. I don't know if that's an Aussie thing. Um, and, and it's not fair on Graham Arnold. But to his credit, he's, 
You know, he's not concerned about the media. He's not concerned about what ex-players are saying, even ex-Socceroos that have been on his back. Yep. Um, to, to his credit, he's concerned about the 26 players in his squad and his staff, and he has been for a very long time. And I think the players respect that. They're playing for him, and they've shown that, you know, we can do anything at a World Cup. And, Roddy, one of the things that uh, I read about, I only I didn't see it during the game, but I read about when we're talking about Graham Arnold. When we scored the goal... He was excited, fist pumps, all those things. And then shortly after, he's going in there and just eviscerate, just seemingly <laughs> screaming at Matthew Ryan. And it was allegedly because he wasn't up and about as the captain going and celebrating the goal. Now, to me, that we have a segment on Mondays called Rocks and Pox. Now, to me, that was yeah. an absolute rocks. That, yes, he was able to switch from that, but then thinking of the big cultural issues of the team and what they have to do to have his captain in there, what did you make of it? Oh, I think it just speaks volumes that, you know, like I said, it's 26-man squad. We don't have one superstar that, you know, commands the attention of the media and there's 26 blokes there and he wants every one of those boys together. And I think he showed it after the game. The game finished, he got the group in a huddle um, and that's been the DNA of the Socceroos for a very long time. So I think he's he's doing an amazing job to keep the group together and mm-hmm. hopefully it's, it'll be enough to get us through. Uh, before we let you go, just on the broader World Cup, uh, the quality of football that we're seeing, has it impressed you? It has. And the, the most impressive thing for me, guys, has been um, your so-called minnow countries, you know, getting upsets. Um, you know, your, your Japan beating Germany, Saudi Arabia beating Argentina, all these results. Canada this morning were sensational. They lost 4-1, but they've been playing some really good football and they'll be co-hosts of the next World Cup. So, um, all these smaller countries, you know, battling against the, the so-called powerhouses has been fantastic to watch. And how big a story would it be in Germany if they don't... I mean, it was always, always loomed as being oh, yeah. a tough group. How, how, how big a story would it be over there if they don't get out? That would be huge. I mean, they're in the, in the group of death. Um, they got a, a pretty deserved point this morning. Is it going to be enough? Uh, we'll yet to see, but it's, it's going to be huge. If they don't get through to the next phase, it's going to be a... I don't know what you call it, a national sorrow day? I'm not sure how you got that. <laughs> it probably will be. And and last one, youth coach at Victory. How, how are the stock? How are the... Well, isn't t- he co- I, I, you don't, but doesn't Roddy coach at the uh, lo- the uh, next level, head coach at somewhere as well? Oh, maybe not. I don't know. Sorry, Annie. Awesome. Yeah, mate. Yeah, right. I'm with your old pal, uh, Joe Palacides at Melbourne Victory with the uh, NPL right. boys. So, there you yeah. go. Joey, right. can you, you say, good, <laughs> say good day to Joey for us? He's a beautiful oh, man. How are the how are the young talent levels coming through? Yeah, great. There's a lot of young talent, um, but I'm I'm pretty quick to um, keep it, keep them level headed. There's so much that needs to go your way in in professional sport to make it, and the most important thing for us as a club is to develop good footballers, but even better people. So we've got some really good young footballers and, and some great young people at the club. Hey, Roddy, went just on that, after we had that game against France and we clearly didn't meet our expectations, even though most of us thought we'd lose, but we thought we'd yeah. put up a better fight. On our uh, temper text machine, the feedback about the state of play at junior levels and the grassroots I'm talking about and the cost of being involved and, and the the differences because you've got a federated model between certain states and all those things just come pouring in that's painted a picture that there was some genuine issues. Are there genuine issues, you think, in the administration of the game and the pathways that they've they've put in place? 
Look, my, my biggest issue, and I think a lot of people will agree, is the fees that we pay as junior, young junior soccer players. I think our fees are by far the highest um, in any sport in the country. Um, you look at a 14, 15, 16-year-old 16, 16 uh, young boy or girl playing NPR, which is the highest level you can play at that age, and they're paying upwards of $1,500 to $2,000 a year, which is, for me, absurd. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's a lot of money. Hey, Roddy, keep up the good work. Uh, it's going to be a huge 2am start yes. for a few of us in a couple of nights' time when we take on um, the Danes and France and up against Tunisia at the same time. It's going to be a nervous night for uh, a lot of us, but a night where we'll set the alarms. And uh, mm. we uh, we wish you well. Keep the good calling up. Cheers, guys. Pleasure. Good on you. Roddy Bark is part of the SEN World Cup commentary team. You gave me a funny look, Ben. Why did you give me a funny look? No, all good. You gave me a curious sort of, what are you talking about? No, 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 not at all. You're spot on. Apparently I did uh, have a bit of a (laughs) slip up before. I'm getting some text messages. Well, well, you didn't intentionally do it. You didn't even know you did it. If anybody thinks Mm. I said that word intentionally, well, please. (laughs) Just Rest assured that I I did not. And uh, I never would and never have. Said that word ever in my life. Well, the life. pace at which you speak, Andy, sometimes you can just, I think the mind gets a little ahead of the actual words coming out. And it just every now and again, there's that was a little slippage that oh, well, I do presented apologize. a, uh, a, a word that we're not usually accustomed to hearing on the wireless. <laughs> a little moment. <laughs> pox rocks on this Monday oh. afternoon. That's oh, yeah. clearly a pox. Uh, that's lip up. Keep the text <laughs> coming through on the 40 Wings. Temper text. Get your unique mm. bed match profile and find the right bed for you. Don't forget, we're here for the magnificent people at Robot Building Supplies. The well, super- we can advance, Andy. The more I think about it, I don't know why, because you go from what we did against yeah, France. Yeah, it's dead and buried. You're right, rewriting the... Well, well, it didn't look good, you let's be honest. You're you burying soccer in Australia but after, after the first what we game. saw, yes. I... That's what we do. I think we can get this. Thank you. Good. I hope you're All right. we need is a draw. Robot Building Supplies, Berwick BMW, oh, and the wonderful people at Sonos. Oh. Easy to set up, game-changing sound. This festive. Has yours arrived yet? No. <laughs>